Chad Prather rose to internet fandom as the man who's unapologetically Southern. Heath Oaks is a published author who failed his way to success. Together, they tackle today's headlines in a way only a Southern Spitfire and a millennial mogul can. Take off your sport coat, grab a beer, and enjoy the conversation. This is Second Shot with Chad Prather and Heath Oaks. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Second Shot. Chad Prather here in studio. This is a very pregnant studio, pregnant with anticipation. What do we, you think, Heath Oaks? We, we may be in trouble today. Yeah, I think. Oh, you're definitely <laughs> yeah. in trouble. You're already in trouble. <laughs> yeah, when you start something saying it's very <laughs> pregnant the, in here. The skies outside are ominous. They, they're pregnant with rain. It, it's, a, so, it's about to come. I know. So, producer Kristen is in the room, and we all know Kristen's situation but you look so good thank you very much you're all baby and we have the wonderful pleasure of having heath's beautiful wife jenny anchondo in studio producer zach couldn't be with us he's i don't know it's his birthday and he decided to take the day off I'm like uh, what the heck I don't zach know. that's crazy talk. <laughs> so i'm yeah. zach yeah <laughs> but jenny, i'm glad to have jenny it's nice to have another female i'm, ha- I'm always happy to have jenny around I, I, I love being around jenny and so you've got what two more weeks Kristen. I have one more. One I'm more due week. a week from today. And exactly. Jenny, you got about <laughs> what? About five weeks? Less than that now. Less than that? Ca- but yes, like a That's month. That's awesome. Heath, good luck, brother. I know. I'm ready. Yeah. I'm ready. We finally got all the baby stuff, I think, halfway put together in the room. So yeah. if she came, we could actually have a place to lay oh, her no, head Amazon down. delivered <laughs> again today. Amazon well, delivers more work multiple to do. days. <laughs> well, I, have, I, saw, I saw the nursery or the baby room, what, about two weeks ago, and yeah. it looks fabulous. looks incredible. It looks like you guys are ready to do this thing. Oh. I'm ready. Whether you're ready or not, it's going to happen. It's yeah. going, yeah. There's the no deal. stopping it. <laughs> Is your nursery ready? Oh, yeah. <laughs> are you one of those that's been ready for like six, seven months? Yes, oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, I got one starting college. <laughs> how about that? So now, now what, how old's your youngest? Ten. 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 Gotcha. So you still got some time. I got, I People got, would never guess that you have a college age child. 19, that's crazy. Nineteen years old. She, she actually should have started college a year ago, but because we homeschooled when when they were real little, because of where we lived in a real rural area, we homeschooled. So by the time she started school, we actually chose to keep her back a grade just socially to make sure she wasn't getting launched into you know because she would have started right into high school. And but these kids, my kids, I'm so proud of them. They're so dang smart. I don't know where they that came from. They didn't take after you, did they? No, I know. My, especially my 17-year-old daughter. She is now ranked fifth in the state in mathematics. Wow. You never know. But, but the two older girls, they, they went together to the prom Saturday night. They didn't, That's they cool. didn't go with boys. Ugly, stupid, dirty, <laughs> That must have made you boys. so happy. That must have been the best I, day of a dad's life. I wanted, you know, I wanted to make sure that they were doing that with the right perspective of why they were doing it. And, and I think they did that. It, it was a mature decision on their part. It wasn't some you know, girly. Like anti-guy kind of thing. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. that. So I wanted to make sure that they were doing, making the right choice. And they did. They had a great time and they were beautiful. And I was proud of them and all these things. And I'm just, I'm real fortunate with five kids that are just tremendous. Well, speaking of, um, you know, proposals and all that Uh-oh. stuff, because today, in today's world, I didn't know, I don't understand all this prom stuff where they really go out of the way of asking for the prom. prom yeah. proposal. Yeah. But uh, we got a man that was a man that the headline says man fined over graffiti wedding proposal doesn't regret it. In Ohio, a man spray painted a marriage proposal on an Ohio shopping center has been fined for criminal <laughs> mischief and sentenced to community service, but says he doesn't regret it. After all, she did say yes. 
Well, thank Je- Jenny, God. Would you, would you still say yes after you I know mean, he's a criminal? Right, because it's like he had such a clean record before, <laughs> yeah. and now everybody, including my grandmother, would know, exactly. you know on the internet. But I'm, he did it for her. I'm sure that the ankle monitor will go well with the tuxedo. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be great. So here's a guy. He didn't climb up on the water tower. You know, that was, that was like the old way yeah. of romantically doing that. You know, I love Jenny. You know, yeah. you get up there and spray paint it. So now this guy, he decides to just take it right to the shopping center. Yep. Spray yeah. paint all over it. Will you marry me? <laughs> like, he didn't think, like, here's the thing is, today's world, there's a lot of, like, graphic designs that stick and peel and all right. that. You could have, like, got some of that and just, like, stuck it up there where yeah. you could have pulled it right down. But, no, he, he spray painted it. Yeah. And, and it's funny because graffiti's kind of become, like, an artistic thing around cities nowadays. A lot of places, they allow it to happen if it's good graffiti. Well, and I'm, I'm pretty sure that you know the places that allow it. I have a feeling yeah. the shopping center did not want Probably Will You not. Marry Me all over the side of it. <laughs> so not. this is the example of wrong thing, right reasons. Yeah, I right? would say so. I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, to a T, because, of course, she's feeling that in her heart. Wow, how sweet. You know, he really did something demonstrative <laughs> yeah. and public, and now everybody knows, and, you know, he got in a lot of trouble for it. But also... <laughs> But what a jerk. We could have spent that bail money on a bigger ring. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do you pull away from that thing? Well, the, the wrong thing, right reasons is so true. And it's such a highly debated uh, a topic at times when people get in trouble with things they, they, they said were for right. Or, you know, when people always question, do you tell somebody a lie so you don't hurt their feelings? Or do you always tell the truth? You know, that kind of classic debate of wrong thing, right reasons. Do you tell a lie? to save somebody a heartache or do you just always tell the truth and whether it hurts or not and and yeah. i think that can kind of in especially you know we is a lot of that going a lot of that today yeah i i think that so we communicate i think we communicate more today than we ever have in because everybody's got a voice yep. social media twitter facebook youtube everything everybody's got a voice everybody's putting something out there somebody's got a platform to do it but but at what point in time do you do you limit what you're saying yep. do you do you reel it back in a little bit and say okay maybe that i'm going a little too far with this thing in how i'm going to communicate this and that i took that away from that because i see that happening a lot huh in the world. I, I see people who just, you know, historically speaking, and, and I always tell people this when I do a social media seminar, I tell people that historically people have always put their story on a wall, whether it's a cave drawing, hieroglyphics, a Native American cave. Today we're putting it on a different type of wall. We're putting it on a Facebook wall. We're putting it on a Twitter feed. But also historically speaking, the words that were kept for posterity were the, the kings and the politicians and the poets and the philosophers, those people had a responsible voice. Nowadays, everybody's got a voice. Everybody's just throwing words out there everywhere. And believe it or not, there's consequences to the things that we say. This guy learned that lesson because he got arrested Yep. because he put his words on the wrong wall. <laughs> well, and, and, and I think in today's world, it has made it something where people can hide behind computers and hide behind um, fake uh, Facebook accounts yeah. say, and think they can say whatever they want and be no consequences when... I can tell you down the road, there's always going to be consequences yeah. for your actions at some point or the other. And, you know, you look at it, how many times have, have, have you all ever had people that got fired at a job you were at and when it was kind of they did something oh, wrong yeah. thing for the right reasons where it was one of those really moral dilemmas? And, and let me ask you, when you get fronted with something that you have that opportunity that it's like, it's not the really the right thing, but I got great intentions. Yeah. You know, how do you know when to cross that line and not let, to let cross that line? Let me tell you a good line? example of that. Good example of that. Years ago, when I was working for a Fortune 300 company, I was in an office, and, and there was a guy who was an IT guy in that building, and there was another guy who was a salesperson in that building. The guy that was a salesperson, he actually owed a bookie seven hundred fifty dollars. The IT guy comes to him, sees him in the hallway, and says, "Man, you need to pay that money back. You're going to get your legs broken." 
Well, it wasn't really the IT guy's business. He just knew the deal. He wound up losing his job because the guy reported him as basically threatening him, saying, you're going to... He was really trying to protect the guy. Yeah. He wound up losing his job because they took it as a threat. It's kind of minding your own business, though. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. So I'm sure this guy meant well by painting the building, but somebody's got to fix that building. Somebody's got to now come back and fix the veneer on that deal. And he's paying for it. He's going to pay for it. Well, but but that goes back to where's that line? Honestly, if I'm him, that was worth it. 300 bucks, so. little community service, and you, you you get to ask your wife to marry You're you. You're such on, a redneck. On, yes, exactly. <laughs> but, yeah, we didn't have shopping centers. John on, Deere Green, baby. But but I think the line, that was fun. been on his neighbor's barn. Yeah. But it goes back to, he, you know, the consequences, he probably knew it. Maybe it's going to be a couple hundred bucks. I'll get a little community service. But is that worth it to have a, the cool wedding proposal everybody knows about? But not all the time. You have yeah. to understand that make sure you do know the consequences so if you're doing the wrong thing for the right reason and the consequences and the stakes are too high it's not for the right reasons it's still well, the wrong thing is wrong time and don't do it yeah and i know we're out of town i know we're out of town for this uh, for this segment but let me ask you a question if you own the building would you still feel the same way as long as it got paid for and cleaned up yeah. i didn't have to pay for it you wouldn't press the charges no i mean if he pays for it and cleans yeah. it up gotcha Hey, we're going to come back to a second segment. Always interesting talk. Heath Oaks, we're in the room here with Kristen and our very special guest, Jenny and Chondo. We'll be right back with more Second Shot. He likes cowboy hats and boots. And he's a suit and tie kind of guy. Chad Prather and Heath Oaks host more of Second Shot coming up on RNCN. To all of my friends in the great state of Texas, if you would like to cut your power bill in half tomorrow, go to energyogre.com, put in the promo code WATCHCHAD. I will tell you that I have saved over 65% on my first year using energyogre.com. They do all the work for you, and they save you money at the same time so you never have to worry about it again. Again, go to energyogre.com, promo code WATCHCHAD, and save some money. Ready, aim, fire. Second Shot is back for another round on the Real News Communications Network. Hey everybody, Chad Brather and Heath Oaks in the studio today. It is dark, gloomy, cloudy outside. We're entering into the second segment of Second Shot. Say that five times and I'll give you a dollar. Hey, uh... You know, it's funny. My wife comes on here and already about to call me out on all, all the words I I, that I make up. We talked about it before and she was... Sitting there waiting, and we had to end the last segment, and she was so mad because she didn't get to call me out on some word I made up. I wasn't up. so mad. I was telling the story the <laughs> other day. I was driving down the street, and I was talking about that, and I was talking to somebody. And I said, Heath, Heath is the master of just making words up. <laughs> but nobody interrupts him or stops him because they're like, okay, well, we know what he meant. Yeah. You know? He says it with confidence, yeah. too. So it's like anything, when you say it with confidence, people think, well, maybe I'm the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, maybe I, he does. Know what that's a skill. About. Like one of the ones that stands out for me is he said, uh, he said, well, you know, it's just a whole bunch of rigmole. He meant rigmarole. <laughs> rigmarole. <laughs> it's just a whole bunch of rigmole. And 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 I and I and I thought, what? Well, okay. I, Chad, this is why is. I love that you spend time with him because you will when I don't <laughs> call him out for it. I know. <laughs> you know. know. Jade, my wife, my wife, she accused me the other day of using one of because because you say wash, don't uh-huh. you? See, she accuses. She says I say that. I don't say that. Well, that's a George Southern Georgia thing. Uh, yeah, but I, I say wash. I don't say wash rag or whatever. Yeah, I there's no art. There's water <laughs> in South Georgia. Just said water. Well, my, yeah, water. And so, coming from where I came from in Georgia, I dropped R's. That's why I know it's it's hard for me to put an R in the word. 
I, I don't even know enough to know how and what I'm saying yeah. and how I'm saying it wrong. <laughs> just add a little bit. Of, just add a little bit of whiskey to me, <laughs> and okay, the Southern man. will come out. There's hey, no so, question. So bring up this next headline. Does this so guy this need is a little whiskey? Funny. This guy could have used a drink because uh, and everybody's seen this at this point. You've seen this video. It's gone viral. A guy. He's on a flight, a United Airlines flight. He's flying from Chicago to I think Louisville, Kentucky. He's a doctor. He says he's got to have appointments. He's meeting patients the following morning. And they ask for four volunteers to get off of the flight so that United workers, people that work for the airline, can take their seats. They, it's an overbooked flight. They ask for four volunteers. Nobody volunteers. So they randomly, supposedly randomly, select four people. This guy refuses to give up his seat. So they bring in security, uniformed security, that have to physically drag him down the, out of his seat, down the aisle, I gotta fly United this week. And I'm, a, I'm nervous. You're not. You're not even over exaggerating it enough because no, it was. It's so it's bedlam. You have to check the out the video if you haven't seen so, it. So they're the screaming and hollering like somebody was stabbing them. I mean, it was massive. So here's the new. Here's the new seat categories in on a United flight. You have first class, business class, economy, and fight club. <laughs> <laughs> This guy is getting drug off the plane. By the time he's on the way, he's bleeding. He's bleeding. His face is bleeding. And there's the woman in the background of the video. <laughs> yeah. What have you done to what him? You, yeah, what have yeah. you done to him? Oh my, oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. It makes it even more dramatic. So w- when do you stand your ground and when do you give it up? When, when do you just say, okay, this is not a battle. I might win this battle, but I'm going to lose the war what? kind of thing. When do, you, how, when do you do that? Let's and, say in and, business or, or anything like and that. And picking your battles. Yeah. You know, like at times that it's when you got to know when to and when not to. And one of the things that I always bring it up is we let our ego get in our way at right. times to pick battles because people will always say, quote, unquote, it's the principle. Yeah. I'm doing this for the principle. And here's what people will do. They will sue somebody who has no money. They'll spend 20 grand on suing somebody for 10 grand, mm-hmm. okay? And then, so they spend 20 grand to sue somebody for 10 grand to somebody that doesn't have the 10 grand to give them. Yeah. So then they win the lawsuit, but now it's just a lien because they never get their money. The money. Yeah. And so if you go, oh, it's principal, what they did to me, well, that was really dumb. Yeah. You just, it cost you over 30, 40 grand yeah. to get nothing. So, where is the, the picking your battle? Whenever it hurts you, like you got to look at it as yourself and go, right. what do I stand to gain or lose from this versus the opposite? Is it principle worth and losing? And you know, in our Sue Happy culture, you know that this guy's email, phone number, it, he's blowing up with lawyers saying, let us represent you against United. Chances are he'll take the bait and he'll sue for this deal. In a heartbeat. Yeah. So I don't like the fact that airlines overbook flights. They expect no shows and they hope for empty seats. And they're always asking people to volunteer their seats. One lady in the New York Times uh, just today, she said that last weekend she made $11,000 on two different trips, giving up flights for herself, her husband, and her child. Hmm. They made money off of this whole overbooking thing, $11,000. I mean, well, because not... they were going to pay the guy. They always do. When right. you volunteer your seat, they yeah. give you a, a certain amount of credits for flights to do it. Yeah. But he also had his, you know, he said, I have got patients. He's a doctor. And, you know, yeah. he's got things to do and of course everybody's got things to do yeah. now that sounds pretty important <laughs> they just happen to pick this guy who is a doctor <laughs> and, i mean if you watch the video and of course by now just about everybody's seen it it's it's pretty uh it's frighteningly hilarious in in the fact that of how people react to this thing but if it were me now if it were you would you have just given up the seat 
I wouldn't. I, there's no way I would have let myself get drug out of there and <laughs> caused a scene like right. that. I, would, would I? Would I have really had some choice words with some people afterwards? Absolutely, yeah. I would have. I yeah. mean, Heath is someone who gets upset if they tell him <laughs> that his luggage isn't going to fit in the overhead compartment. Oh, I know. He is someone who gets upset if he if they go to put it. You know, they have the little measurement box which they never used to use. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was like that oh, thing was collecting dust, but now. You I know. know you're making me sound like I'm the the no no, 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 no I'm just saying it's a funny, it's a funny battle truth. that you I, pick you don't pick you you don't <coughs> pick a lot it, really any petty battles except for yeah. I, I, I don't the airlines. Uh, flying makes me in general I, I hate the herding in like cattle and you and don't I, like the airport process no not at all I and you and I've talked about that before because I don't like it either it's I you know I've got to fly several times this week and I I dread going to the airport I really do because I get the same I get frustrated I'm sitting here I'm carrying my bag and it's like would you please put this in the box and see if it fits? You know it fits. Yes. Look at this thing. You know it does. So, I, and, and then I was, you know, I was flying a, a couple of weeks ago, and I had to, they had to weigh me. That's how small the plane was. They oh had wow. to weigh me. Stop. Whoa. Yes. You had so, to walk across. Oh, <laughs> pregnant to, women would not be happy. <laughs> I had to weigh the bag, and then they had to weigh me. No, I, they didn't. I, I said, was I weighed. Was it a helicopter? I said 215 pounds, and she goes, get on the scales. <gasps> and I was like, Stop. let me tell you something, lady. <laughs> I'm like, she was questioning I'm like yeah. 125. Look at my license. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, uh, here here's one of the things on this type of a topic on where your principal gets you. Everybody deals with relationships. Yeah. They go on with family members or in business. And a lot of times people will go to the extreme to try to make a point right. and say it's their principal. And what ends up happening is, is the only way that the end goal ends up hurting only them when it's all said and done. And if you just take a second before you want to start going down a battle, try to think what is look at your go for your self-interest. OK, what would be the best possible case scenario here for me to win? Yeah. So this is the time to be selfish. So anytime it comes up, go, what, what is the best possible scenario for me to win? Mm-hmm. Think through what you decide, what if you decide to do X, Y, or Z, how that can end for you. Yeah. And what's interesting is, is a lot of these times, these petty battles that we have, when you look through that scenario, you'll find out that it all loses for you. Yeah. But the less amount of losing for you is not overreacting and going and causing spend, and spending 30 grand yeah. to get nothing to cause a, you know, to be principal, quote unquote principal. And what's interesting is when you look at it selfishly, it makes it easier because I know it's hard at times for your ego to swallow the pride and you go, well, if I don't stand for this, then what am I going to go for? Well, yeah. but, but look, it costs you 30 grand yeah. to, to get nothing. Was that, who, who did that really Off hurt? your did, pride, Yeah, really. did that hurt well, the them? embarrassment yeah. perhaps in yeah. this scenario. In this scenario, I the mean, embarrassment, was it worth it? Or could, would you just get up, get mad, go ask for you know, what he could have done is, is when they get off, he can be mad, go up there and talk to him. And he probably could have got $2,000 worth of flight credits right. to take his family on free vacations like the other lady did. I got a feeling this guy, though, when it's all said and done, is going to own a United 737. But he's going to be the butt of many jokes for a long uh, you time. Ken already is. Yes. Ken already is. You're not dragging me off no damn airplane. You're just it's, not dragging. Yeah, I'll I'm get up and walk off. You're not going to drag me. I'm not getting dragged off an airplane no. either. That's not an image I need. When the redneck comes out in me there, it's yeah. not going to be pretty. Exactly. Take me <laughs> Take me to jail. Yeah. You're not dragging me off. I'll walk off, and then we're going to have a problem. Yeah. So, I don't know. Drug up bleeding from the lips and nose. And, yeah. and did, what did that, you know, quote-unquote principal get him? And I, I, I led an organization back in the 90s. I, I was the head of a nonprofit organization. And it was a situation where I, 
I I could have won the war with this organization, but I wound up resigning and just walking away because I said I can I can win the or I, can, I was going to say I could win in the battle, yeah. but I was going to lose the war, and it just wasn't worth it in the long run. Because I, I get what you're saying on and, that, and that's what you have to look at selfishly. Yeah. Really, what is it worth? And look at yourself and go, what's your goal that you want to get out of it? And that's how you. I've always used that as a litmus test. Look at me, big word. Yeah. Hate. <laughs> I've always used it. Is that even a big word? I don't know, but it's big to me. So a litmus test on it's a real what, word. What's the what's how does it end for me selfishly? Yeah. And so is it really worth swallowing my pride? Because is the outcome have a good chance of being something positive for me? All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back on the third segment, we're going to ask: Did Heath say litmus or litness? And we'll talk about <laughs> that when we come I did right say back. It wrong. <laughs> Stay tuned. We're right back with second shot. Now that's what I call ignorance on fire. More of Second Shot with Chad and Heath still to come. Hey everybody, it's Chad here. And if you know anything about me, you know that I read a lot of books, at least three to four a week. And there's one that I've read several times. It's by my buddy, Heath Oaks. It's called Ignorance on Fire, Failing Your Way to Success. If you want to have your life changed in your business, in your relationships, in the way you look at the world of success, you need to pick up Ignorance on Fire. Go to Amazon.com, buy the book, leave a review. I promise you, you're going to love it. Go get it today. Ignorance on Fire by Heath Oaks, Failing Your Way to Success. Kick off your boots or suit up. The choice is yours. Welcome back to Second Shot with Chad and Heath on RNCN. You know, we were talking about random stuff here. One of the things is you have turned me on to this clear American ice water. And I posted it on Facebook that I was drinking this stuff. And people said, that's so bad for you because it's got artificial sweet, blah, blah, blah. But let me tell you something. I was drinking eight Diet Cokes a day. It's got to be better. It's got to be better. And I haven't touched a Diet Coke. Honest to God, I haven't touched a Diet Coke in almost two months. So Sparkling Ice, American Ice, any of you types of water companies out there, and if you want to sponsor a show that really loves your product, yeah. <laughs> we are right here for you. This is this well, is the only thing caffeine. I drink. So, I mean, so there, if you were trying to cut back on caffeine, you did that. Right. And I do like a little bit of caffeine, but I, I've cut back on the caffeine, so I really haven't had any caffeine intake. I don't drink sodas, like, like regular sodas, because to me it's like drinking syrup. I, I can't drink like a regular Coke or regular Diet uh, Dr. Pepper. Uh, I was addicted to Diet Cokes, but I haven't touched them. Thank you, Heath Oaks, <laughs> because welcome. I was in your kitchen, and I uncovered this, and, and you let me drink it, and is, this is all I've had It was at drink. the house that night. I told him, say, oh, try this, and he drank yeah. one of them. <laughs> I love Heath. Is, is Heath spreading, like, health advice? He, I don't know about that, but he knows how to sell stuff. <laughs> he does. Well, here's the thing about Heath. If he really believes in something. If he believes in it. I mean, even if oh, he's obviously, yeah. you guys aren't getting any, anything from, you know, talking about this right now. <laughs> but if he believes it, he will tell everybody. I I hey, know. look, I sold you on me you know, it's yes. like selling energy ogre I, I believe in energy ogre so strongly my my power bill was 48 bucks this last month 48 bucks and so somebody says is your power bill going lower the more like people sign up and i was like absolutely not that's just how great of a company yeah, they it's are. not a multi-level marketing it's company. not it's yes. nothing i mean they literally are a service that's doing this we haven't paid you know however many months we haven't paid more than like 50 bucks that's in the cool. power bill it's and ridiculous maybe take a little bit of time tell them you know in case you're new to the uh, to the podcast understand yeah. what we do we take headlines and we take the headline and then we try to see what's, um, you know, apply it to our lives, personal business or anything. So we don't, it's not really the headline itself that we're debating right. or talking about. And then in this last one, we like to take questions and from viewers and uh, I mean, from, yeah. I always say viewers. Yeah. I, I don't know, but if from listeners, watching, listeners. listeners, it's secondshotcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Send us any questions you may have, anything you want to look at. Maybe you have a headlines that you would like us to talk about or right. points to bring up secondshotcast at gmail.com. I've got a question for the two ladies in the room. Of course, Jenny Anchando's in here, Heath's wife. And 
Kristen Marin, our producer, and I, I want to know how you girls, y'all's complexion is so perfect. Oh my gosh, is he trying to make up for I mean, it's earlier it's, pregnancy let's don't, comments? Let's don't bring Probably. that back up. Let's bring, it, I mean, you guys. I think it's the genetics. You, you know, so? we're both we're both Hispanic and Italian, and yeah. so, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of rage. A, a lot of rage. Just just there the might surface. be rage, but we might have nice skin. Yeah. yeah I have incredible skin. I mean, I'm <laughs> sitting here. I'm, I'm sta- I mean, sitting across you, the table. She really from, looks amazing. I'm, I'm sitting rough. across the, the table from Kristen, and I, during the break, I was going to say, have you been like in the tanning bed? Or, I mean, what are you doing? Because no. you just look, you just spring. <laughs> Incidentally, that's not great for babies. I, I, I know. I, I, I know. But spring is, is really doing you well. <laughs> Thank so you. Yeah. The more the sun comes out, the darker I get. I know. It's just how it works. So, anybody got any questions? We have any You know, I have a question for Jenny because I've already asked Perfect. I've already asked you this Heath but I want to uh, there's two sides to every story right so mm-hmm. I, I want to hear Jenny's Jenny's take on on how Heath got you he's always he's always talking about you know well I I got her and I, and so I want to know like what was the line like and or was oh, there one the line <laughs> was that it was super innocent like the line was sort of um, well, I remember he invited me to a game, and he had said, you know, oh, I've got some tickets. i got a friend in town. Just real low pressure. Like, you can bring a girlfriend. You can, I think he even said you could bring a guy friend if you wanted to. Like, bring, you know, bring bring whoever. We've got the <laughs> right. If I show up, I'm like, great, I've got a date. But, but I mean, it made it really it made it really low pressure so i wasn't thinking oh gosh it's a day i don't know about this guy like i don't know anything about him do i really want to commit to going to this you know driving in the car with him all the way to the game spending the whole game uh-huh. then you know afterwards so it was almost like non-threatening mm-hmm. in did a you way. meet him there or did he pick you up no he picked well and i did pick a girlfriend as opposed to being <laughs> a guy friend he picked both of us up and then um what kind of game basketball game football football, football game. game okay and it was like you know Great tickets, good time. It was, of course, you it's know, Oaks. it was. It was good. I liked his music. He had, you know, he had like a good mix of hip hop and country. Which he I sat also up all loved. night putting together that the playlist. Yes, I did. The playlist. I did. The playlist was did on you point. Really? No, I, no, I don't have much of a playlist though. <laughs> the playlist was on point. Yeah, but um, I think it was that he was so non not non threatening, but um, like laid nonchalant. back, nonchalant about it mm-hmm. that I wasn't. Thinking, oh, here we go. Like, uh, he wasn't you know. trying too hard. But then there came a certain point where he was like, laid, not laid down the law, but really was like, okay, are we doing this or not? Because I would maybe be. Um, this is a couple. This is about a month or two in a yeah. date, on kind of going out on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and he was like, okay, what's going on? Mm-hmm. You know, like if you're dating other people, like this needs to stop, or I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah. You know that kind of thing. And, I, and it made me realize, well, I really, I actually don't want to lose him. But if he hadn't sort of put it to me like that like if he hadn't written his feelings on the wall at the shopping center <laughs> yes <laughs> if he hadn't graffiti if for i could use that well you know what i'll tell that that is actually a great little dating advice because i will tell you that um knowing that who she was and, and what she did that she I, I had a feeling she would probably have some reservations on right you know going out with some guy kind of route you know type of thing and being careful so wanting her to bring a friend along and I'll, I'll tell, uh, I told a guy the other day who was asking me some dating advice, which was funny, that... That is funny. You need to get... You, you, <laughs> if you can do something to get them out with their friends, yeah. you make their friends like you. Oh, you're in. You're well, in. that was the thing. My friend Olivia was like, if, you, if she's by the end of the night, she said, Jenny, if you don't, I'm going if to. If you don't, I'm going you for need it. You Yeah, yeah. And then maybe I'm a little competitive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, um, and, in tr- and truthfully, in, in all honesty, I really did learn about his character. I really did know, learn what kind of person he was. At first, I was like, oh, he's fun. You know. Yeah. I was going to say, what was your first impression? Um, because I don't know. Where are you from? 
So I'm from Idaho. Okay, which yeah. is and, not and so he, exactly. So you're from the north. He's got this big southern accent. Oh. So were you? Was it like who but is Taylor, this redneck, or was it like oh look at his nice suit? No, 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 no. no, no but Taylor, no, no, no. Taylor, the, the first wor- time it's worse. I saw him at the gym, he had a. Minded, I minded. Um, I didn't go to the gym, so I'm not a fashion gym guy. So okay, well this saw- is beyond. This is like, do you remember what guys wore in high <laughs> school, like in the '90s with the, all the armpit, like the big oh, armpit, yeah. my yeah. old softball like shirt, tall socks. Like Teen Wolf. I had the tall yes. socks, and so I remember thinking, like, did your parents get you the membership here, or you know, like what's what's the scenario? Like, what what is this man doing here? Uh-huh. And um. I but mean, no. it was like it was like the the, the twenty year old was, oh, uh, gym shorts had, like, that my friend paint, left me. Like he had painted yeah. in paint them, on and them. they were Green Bay Packers, and like maybe some holes in the shorts. Not, I mean, I did know, not look very good at all getting dressed up, and and then I speak, and it's like, oh my god, who is this? I will say yeah. though, he did he he talked about his family. He talked about how a lot of his friends and family like work with him and work for him now, and I was so drawn to that because I would love to have some sort of success where I can bring everybody who I believe in along with me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's like, how, how cool is that? Mm-hmm. He really like did something for himself yeah, and, and made it happen. And then said, you know, all of my people who I love, I want to bring them along with me. So that was sort of like the sentimental side, but I left he impressed you with his army. I'm glad that Heath loves me. <laughs> I just want him to bring me along too. <laughs> That's hey, what I said. I was like, bring, bring me along. You know, here, here, we, we but, need to get Jade on the podcast but, at some point. Yeah. I, I agree. Was, but yeah. here's the thing that I did too. As soon as I got done, I went to Dick's Sporting Goods and I bought some more because yeah. I realized, I, I mean, I didn't go to game. the gym to meet any girls. I was going there to work. So I didn't care what I looked yeah. like. And then when I saw her, I was like, oh, if I ever see her again, I cannot look like this. That's actually why I quit going to the gym. Just too many women. Oh, that's, that's good the, reason. That's why I that's, stopped. Yeah. I decided to gain 20 pounds, and they'd weigh me at the airline and all that <laughs> stuff. And so I'm like, yeah, but it keeps my life so safe and tame. Jenny, what would you do pull up the airline and they had to weigh you? Oh, my gosh. I would probably leave. I'd probably leave. <laughs> they would not have to drag me out of there. Hey. I'm like, is, are you going to display this somewhere? I mean, I'm having a baby in one month. Did I see on and Facebook, And they give y'all? that recommended weight gain of like 25 to 35 pounds, which I think is like uh, complete BS. Yeah. But now, like on Instagram, I constantly see Jenny's always working out. I mean, I know you're a fitness health buff anyway. So, but I mean, I'm I'm like, golly, she is so motivated. Yes, she is. So motivated. So motivated. Did y'all go car shopping this past weekend? We did. Did you? Did you buy or just shopping? Just Just looking. looking. You can't get her to pull the trigger on anything. I'm no, well, because I'm judicious. I'm a researcher. I'm you know going to go through the process. I'm going to you know compare. Yeah. I'm going to look up the reviews, you know, safety, and, and are we getting the best deal, and, you know. And I'm a guy who passionately will make a decision really fast. Yeah. Hey, you know what? We got Jenny in the studio. I think we should just do a whole other episode while we're here. So if you're, listening, if you're listening to this episode, tune in next week, and you'll hear another one. But we're going to wrap this one up. Thanks, Jenny, for being in studio with us. Always thanks to Kristen. We miss Zach today. Heath Oaks, my pal. Where can they find you? At Ignorance on Fire on Facebook and Heath Oaks on Twitter. Basically Google either of those and you can look me up. I hope you all have a good one. Yep, come to WatchChat.com. WatchChat.com. It's got everything you need to know. We'll see you next week or you'll hear us at least on another (laughs) episode of Second Shot.
listening to RNCN, the digital destination for premium talk radio.